What up, people? It is Monday, August 8th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. So let's talk. Uh, since the last podcast, I did receive my first certification in mediation and dispute resolution. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the last podcast was the day before um, I got the certification. So I did receive that certification. Uh, it was a huge accomplishment. I'm proud of myself for sticking through it, but the job is not done. Uh, there is a second certification that um, completion of that one is my goal as well. So I can be fully certified and I can facilitate any type of mediation. So that class starts in September. Uh, it has been a nice breakaway having my Tuesdays and Thursdays um, to just kind of chill out. But uh, I'm very proud of myself uh, for completing this. It was a huge accomplishment for me. And everybody uh, that I told after the fact, like my parents didn't even know that I was going to school. And, you know, they were very happy for me. Uh, but it's just, it's about, about me finding something I feel like I could be passionate about. And this is something I think I could be passionate about and get into. Um, I think I expressed that on the previous podcast, but so I'm looking forward to completing everything and and really getting started. Um, also, yesterday was my birthday. Um, it was a very cool birthday. Um, I went to lunch with my parents and my brother. We went to Longhorn Steakhouse, and then from there I drove up to the casino, and I had a chance to just sit and play. Texas holding for about five hours. Uh, that is kind of my thing to do to relax and had a great time, especially when you win a little money. Um, that always helps. So it was a, a very good birthday. A lot of people showed a lot of love. And you know you have the people that you only hear from on your birthday, um, regardless if it's the well wishes are genuine or not. I appreciate it. It's all good. But uh, just a really good day, and I just want to say I am extremely blessed to still be here. Uh, I'm grateful for my family and friends. I'm grateful for just still being here. You know, a lot of people that I know, especially at this age, aren't. Um, so I'm just I'm grateful, and I'm I'm blessed. And I'm blessed to be surrounded by some wonderful people. Um, moving on to some of the nonsense that's been going on. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I heard, I saw a clip of Jim Jordan. And he's the senator or house representative from Ohio. And he is a major asshole. Can't stand Jim Jordan. Um just a a douche and he was I forgot what they were discussing on the senate floor but he oh he was talking about how I think it had something to do with the January 6th committee and he was saying how the left they're the violent ones because there was a man he talked about an attempted murder on Brett Kavanaugh who is a supreme court justice after the whole Roe versus Wade situation 
and he kept talking about this attempted murder of Brett Kavanaugh. And the reason I bring it up is uh, on social media, I see a lot of other people from the right saying the same thing. They echo this nonsense um, of what they hear. And it almost sounds scripted because they have no nuance in their uh, comments. It's just the same thing you hear from Fox News, from people like Jim Jordan. They're repeating the exact same words. Uh, But the reason I bring it up is the truth actually is there was a man that was arrested a couple of blocks from Brett Kavanaugh's house with a gun. And he did say he was there to kill Brett Kavanaugh. How is that an attempted murder? He was nowhere near the house. He never saw Brett Kavanaugh. So they exaggerate things to fit their narrative. How is that an attempted murder? But yet, when you have people on the right that actually plotted and planned, I mean, sophisticated plan to kidnap the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer, a couple of years ago. They actually plotted to kidnap her. Or the people who chanted, hang Mike Pence on January 6th. You don't say anything about that. But you want to claim there was an attempted murder from somebody who never saw the target, who was never even at the house or anything like that. So it just goes to show the hypocrisy. And I talk about that hypocrisy a lot because a lot of times it's hard for me to believe that people actually believe their nonsense. And then looking at uh, some of the bills that have been passed recently, um, you know, there was a bill proposed in the Senate. Um, It was to codify same-sex marriage. And all the Republicans voted against it. Well, there's a Republican lawmaker named Glenn Thompson who, three days after voting against this particular bill, went to his gay son's wedding. You go against a bill that would make it legal or make it to where same-sex marriage cannot be overturned. You voted against that, but yet you go to your gay son's wedding three days later. And I just... Once again, it shows the hypocrisy of them not, they're just voting against stuff just because um, there was a bill passed in the House to address white supremacy in the military. All the Republicans voted against that. Uh, The bill to do something about the baby formula shortage, they voted against that. They voted against a bill that would... uh, that would stop price gouging at the pumps. You know, so it's all of these bills that they're voting against that actually would help people. But yet, their base continues to vote against their own interests. And it, politics annoys me because rarely do you see people do what's best for their constituents. Um, You know, they complained about the baby formula shortage and tried to blame President Biden and supply chain issues, but yet 
when there's a resolution to that or something to alleviate that burden, they vote against it. And that's why I always tell people to don't listen to what people say. Find out how they vote, especially politicians. Don't listen to what they say in public. Look at how they voted. Because I've noticed that a lot of Republicans especially will vote against something but then come out in public and say, well, this is the Biden administration's fault. Now, I'm not a huge Biden supporter and I don't want him to run in 2024. And honestly, I don't want Kamala Harris to run either. But he's getting things done quietly. And the Democrats' problem has always been, in my opinion, is their messaging. The things that have passed that are going to help people like this past week, there are several initiatives that passed that are going to help people big time. But they don't tout those successes. You know, Republicans, you hear them constantly in the news, constantly spewing their lies, but they're getting their message across. Democrats don't do that. And that's why they're going to have a hard time in November because their messaging sucks. Whoever's in charge of their messaging needs to be fired. Um, My personal opinion about that is, especially in the House and the Senate, there needs to be term limits and there needs to be age limits. I think we have way too many old people with these old school thinking, um, just like the ones who want to go back to segregation and things like that. They need to go. We need younger people. There needs to be, again, uh, term limits. There's no reason why an 80, 90-year-old man should be in those positions because their whole thought process does not represent what America looks like now. But um, I just often wonder how these people can continue to vote against their interests when all of their representatives are doing is opposite of what Democrats want to do regardless if it helps people or not. And then there's been a lot of backlash from uh, against Cracker Barrel of all places. Cracker Barrel introduced um, vegan sausage on their menu. And these snowflakes went crazy. They want to boycott Cracker Barrel for being woke. And it's like Cracker Barrel did not take anything off the menu and replace it with vegan sausage. They just added a vegan sausage option. But yet these fools are having a fit over that. But these are the same people that call Democrats snowflakes. They're crying and bitching over vegan sausage that has nothing to do with them. And this is another problem I have is that if you don't want vegan sausage, don't eat vegan sausage. If you don't approve of gay marriage, don't get gay married. None of this affects you, but yet you want to impose your opinion and beliefs on everybody else. And it just, it's stupid. And I think at the end of the day, they're not gonna win. Uh, I'm hoping that's the case because it's starting to get out of hand. But again, they call liberals and Democrats snowflakes and all of that stuff, but they're whining and crying over sausage. We get passionate about people getting killed by the police, people's rights being taken away, and they're mad over vegan sausage. Uh Oh, make it make sense. 
then I saw a story of man he has quintuplets five kids all the same age under five years old and he was out with them and he had them all on like leashes and people were mad at him wanting to call child protective services because he's walking his five kids under five on leashes and that is a situation I say you need to mind your own damn business because I guarantee it would be hard if he didn't have those leashes or harnesses or whatever you want to call them. They would be all over the place. And I'm sure it's hard enough to keep up with one or two, but with five under the age of five, I I don't blame him for having something in place to kind of keep them all together. And you can keep track of them and you're not running around trying to find one of them or keep up with them. So again, it's just too many people that don't mind their own damn business uh, so I commend that dude for doing that do what you gotta do man he's not harming those kids uh, and with school about to start you keep hearing about a teacher shortage when in actuality there's not necessarily a shortage I think there are a lot of qualified teachers and former teachers out there but they don't feel like they get the support or compensation uh, from the administration or the parents and they've just chosen a different career path and it's unfortunate Uh, instead of using funds to help the teachers they take funds away I mean it makes no sense to me why teachers have to buy only their own supplies uh, and they can't write all of it off I think they can only write off like $200 a year or something like that and they don't make enough money as it is. You have people on TikTok um, that makes way more money than teachers that teach your kids. And then the disrespect that teachers get, especially now. Um, you know, they try to tell you what you can teach, uh, what books you're allowed to have your students read, uh, what words you can and cannot say. The way that they're trying to limit teachers, I don't blame people for not wanting to be teachers or leaving that profession Uh, because they're being handcuffed and handicapped at every turn. You can't teach real history because they say CRT, which is as dumb, and most of these people don't even realize what CRT is and that it's not being taught in schools. Um, I don't know. Every time I have a podcast I'm more bewildered than the time before at the idiocy of some people and the direction that we're going uh, with education with just um, morality period Um, so I just I pray for these kids that are going back to school and I pray for these teachers uh, because they have a difficult job and I guess some so-called good news over the past few days four officers involved in the Breonna Taylor killing have been arrested by the FBI and Merrick Garland held a press conference last week and said that there's evidence that three of the four officers obtained a search warrant for her residence illegally because they lied on the applications and then they conspired after the fact to mislead federal and state officials who are investigating what happened. Um, 
so that's huge. Those are federal offenses. And I think we, most of us knew there was more to the story than that. And I'm going to do a little research because I've heard some things that before I actually put it out, I want to verify myself by looking at several different sources. Uh, but this particular story goes a little deeper. Uh, and hopefully I'll follow up on that in the next podcast. But thank God, I think with it being federal, coming from the Justice Department and Mary Garland, I think the charges will stick and they'll do federal time. And also the three men that killed Ahmaud Aubrey, uh, they've been sentenced to life in prison on the criminal charges, but now uh, the federal charges are being handed down and one of them got life in prison federally so there's no way he's getting out either way and I think the other two have yet to be sentenced but it's anticipated they'll get life in prison federally as well so they already had life in prison from the other trial but now the federal charges uh, are being levied against them and so neither one of them will ever see outside again on the outside of a prison rather which is a, a good thing they don't deserve to be among us so to hell with them and apparently one of them was complaining about he thinks he might get killed in prison uh well whatever that's all i have to say about that and then there's a video of Hall of Fame football player Terrell Owens that went viral over the weekend where he confronted a lady who was yelling at him. He was driving to his mailbox and the lady started yelling at him and cussing at him, telling him he needed to slow down. Well, he rolled his window down and where's where exchange? And mind you, she was with her husband and he stepped out of the car. She ended up calling the police on him saying that he was harassing her. As soon as the police show up, the little crocodile tears came and she was saying that he got out of his car and he started harassing me. And he said, well, yes, I did get out of my car to address you, but I wasn't harassing you. And her response to that is, you're a black man walking up to a white woman. And here we go again with that nonsense. And you know, this is just the days and time we live in, and it's very unfortunate that people continue to try to weaponize the police against minorities. Um, I saw a video the other day where this uh, young black man was walking around the house that he was renting. He was walking around to the backyard. A lady was driving down the street, stopped her car, backed up, asked him what he was doing there. He said he lived there. She didn't believe him, so she called the police. Well, this guy's partner came out and was telling her, yeah, they do live there. They moved in like three weeks ago. And, of course, they feel like they're our supervisor, so they want you to prove everything to them. Police show up, saw that they lived there, made her leave. But there needs to be some type of fine or some type of repercussions for weaponizing the police against minorities or against anybody period if you're making false accusations and um, 
you definitely need to be fond of something because you're wasting resources and you're causing trauma to these people that you're causing the police on for nothing. And I think until there starts to be some type of fine or repercussions, it'll continue to happen. Um, it's just, it's hard dealing with all of this kind of stuff on a constant basis. These people just constantly will weaponize the police against us for no reason at all. Only because we don't bow down to them and kiss their ass or just do what we say or do what they tell us to do. And then if you get upset, now you're the angry black person. We've seen that a lot and it's just those microaggressions that we constantly have to deal with. Um, let's see, it was something else I wanted to mention, but I forgot to notate it. But the last thing I guess I wanted to talk about was, I know on the last podcast I talked about women and what some of their status were and how ridiculous it is. Well, it's now time for me to call out the men too. Um, there was a screenshot of a text message conversation a lady had posted on social media and this guy went out with a girl they had a really good time he even said that she had a cool vibe Uh, she was attractive he was feeling her but he didn't think they were compatible and his reason for saying that was because it was their first date and she ordered a salad and she ate all of her salad and he said that he could not believe she ate the whole salad and that he that really pissed him off that she ate the entire salad um, he said that it was ladylike and it made it seem like she's greedy for food and he wants a woman to that knows when to stop eating and he said he also feels like because of that she would be overweight in the near future he said that because it was their first date, she was supposed to have butterflies or something. But all she could do is eat her entire salad. And he just couldn't understand why she would eat the whole salad. So, obviously, he's an asshole. Uh, she can do much better than that. And that's just ridiculous. Uh, people with those type of hang-ups um, I, I wish them well everybody has a preference but to be that petty um, personally I would be offended if she only ate a few bites and wasted my money so yeah being just as bad as women too and of course it's not all men and it, it's absolutely not all women but I just found that uh, somewhat appalling actually that that's his level of being superficial that he doesn't want somebody and she's eating a salad so but anyway uh, this week's verbal middle finger goes to a man named Mark Hall of Ripley Mississippi Uh, Mark decided while he was driving down a residential street and there were nine black kids riding their bikes in the street and he decided to speed his truck up to about 40 miles an hour through the group of boys and he said 
this should be 50 points as he clipped one of the boys' bikes. Didn't slow down at all. And as they dove out of the way, he laughed at them and said they were stupid and called them the N-word. And he videotaped it and put it on Snapchat like a dumbass. Uh, well, yes, he was arrested, thank goodness. And hopefully he will be held accountable. Um, initially, I don't think he was charged with a hate crime, but they are looking to upgrade that to a hate crime, especially with the fact that it's on video and he used the N-word and he actually sped up. So, you know, it, a lot of times we do see that the charges don't fit the crime uh, when it comes to them, but when it comes to us, the charges are excessive. That is a fact. Uh, but hopefully he's going to get some prison time too for that. Uh, and I can just imagine how traumatized these kids are when they're riding their bikes and they see somebody speed up. You know, he didn't swerve to try to hit them, but he did speed up and clipped one of their bikes. And the fact that he acted as if it was a game and said that's 50 points it is unconscionable to me. And then for my quote of the week, I want to explain just to add a little context to it. So the quote itself is, when people walk away from you, let them go. Your destiny is never tied to anyone who leaves you. And it doesn't mean that they're bad people. It just means their part in your story is over. And that's a quote from Reverend T.D. Jakes. And what I want to expand on is, over the past, I'll say since January, uh, there are a couple of people that I was like really, really tight with that I haven't really talked to recently. And that's on them. Because I've reached out to both of them. One of them I've known since... 96, 97. One of them I've known for a couple of years. And we were all, I was really good friends with both of them up until sometime this year. At this point, I'm really not sure what happened. Um, I still love them both, but I'm not chasing anyone. And I was telling my brother about this the other day when we were at dinner. If anyone feels like their life is better without me in it I don't blame them because you have to do what you have to do I always say protect your peace I do the same thing if I've done something to them uh, I wish they would let me know what it was so I can apologize I can't think of anything because we were the best of friends but you know relationships just kind of grow apart at times and it's disappointing because I love them both. But it happens. Not everything is meant to last. I enjoyed the time we spent together. I'm not mad. I'm not bitter. Uh, but it is what it is. And again, it's just to reiterate the fact that uh, maybe this part of their story in my life is over with. And I'm cool with that. I wish them well. So I'm going to wrap it up for this week. Again, I'm so blessed to, to be here. I enjoyed my birthday. I'm just blessed to be able to see another year. And I hope that, uh, you know, there are many more to come. So until next time, God bless.